Dueling Dialogues presents His and Hers with Grace Matthews, Caddy Man, and Connor Murphy. Welcome to episode 24 of His and Hers with Grace Matthews and the Caddy Man in the heart of the USA, Springfield, Missouri. Hi, you two. Hello. How are you? Good. Good. It's getting cooler out. Hey, 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 hey. What's happening? Uh, aches and pains. Weather aches and pains. I'm getting yeah, old. We got a big front moving in. Going to turn a little chilly around here. Time for a little bit of the fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. Snuggle weather. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Water when when it's cool out, cold. you you go outside here and you can smell campfire. Wow. Nice. Sweet. Um. Well, this is OCD Awareness Week. Okay. So, of course, uh, we want to talk about OCD. We've talked about it before, um, and there is always more to talk about. Um, our thought for the week has um, is inspired by those suffering with OCD. Remember, I am only under the influence of myself. You don't okay. have to have OCD for that to be important. But um, a couple things... I want to say about OCD, and of course, um, Caddy Man is our resident expert on OCD. But I, I read this on Beyond OCD, which is a website. And they say far too often people with OCD suffer in silence, unaware of their symptoms, unaware that their symptoms are caused by a neurobiological problem, like others who have illnesses such as asthma or diabetes, often OCD um, can be controlled and managed. You can manage your systems just like if you have um, diabetes, you know, you manage it with insulin. Right. So most, you know, I don't know, I'm, I'm not a doctor, none of us are, I wanna say that. I don't know of any mental illness that is curable, but really almost all of them are manageable right. with uh, behavioral modification, medication, therapy, uh, lifestyle, you know, all sorts of lifestyle changes. Um, so, and there are a lot of diseases out there that are not curable. I have Hashimoto's disease. It is a thyroid condition. It's not curable. Right. You manage it just like OCD. Often, I realize that OCD is congruent with other disorders like, um, you know, depression. Uh, it is an anxiety disorder. Um, it also has uh, components of delusions. Uh, DID can be related to it. Um, OCD is complex survival mechanism it's a coping mechanism it is very complex um i think we've said this before rarely do people with low iqs get it right. because it is so complex and without it a lot of people that have been abused would commit suicide oh wow so it is a very handy disorder right doesn't mean you can let it go and live with it because it could also destroy you. So, um, 
an opening? Do you have anything you want to say? Um, the biggest thing I want to say is that OCD, it, it can be managed, it can be handled, it can be uh, incorporated into your daily life without ruining it or thinking you ruined your life from what you've done in the past. The main thing is just to remember that you can change. Change is not bad. You can make changes in your lifestyle, in your activities, in, in your schedule, and things won't go bad. Things won't, the, the sun will come up the next day. Because that's what happens. You get obsessive thoughts, right? Yes, and it's just, I, I use this old saying all the time, just like the movie Groundhog Day. Uh, everybody says, well, how's things going? Oh, it's just like Groundhog Day. One day's after another, after another. Well, yeah, well, wait till you do that day and day and day and year after year after year and that you've done that your whole life and you figure out how much of life you've missed out on and how just making a few subtle changes can change your life and change your attitude and change everything around you. And 99 times out of 100, it's for the good. Fabulous. Yeah. And we've been doing um, kind of a 12-part series on, um, on things you can do to cope with all sorts of mental illness. Um, OCD is at the top of the list for us because Caddy Man um, suffers from OCD and has for, um, probably several decades. Yes. Since he was a child. So, um, it's near and dear to our heart and because it is OCD Awareness Week, we're taking advantage of that and um, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, questions and answers. I mean, a lot of people do live silenced by this disease. Um, one question we have here is, can OCB people get married? Um, it's a well-known fact that a lot of OC people, OCD people are not married. They remain single. And when they are in relationship, there is a significant amount of stress on the relationship. Now I'm here to tell you that uh, Caddy Man and I have been married for 37 years. No, excuse me. <laughs> it will be 33 years. 33 years, but we have been together for 37. Okay, oh, okay. there you go. You're off the so, hook. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm making myself uh, much older. Uh, so we we dated quite a while before we got married, but um, and it, it can be stressful. But you certainly can be married, okay? A lot of the therapists and um, professionals suggest that that is, you know, less than possible. I will tell you, I had a mother with OCD, so I didn't know any different. Right. Okay? okay. My mother has, I mean, now that she's had encephalitis and she has dementia, she doesn't seem so much like the OCD is present. Let me tell you. And she was the clean, clean freak type. Okay. She would take dishes out of the cabinet and rewash them. Wow. You know, we could never do things because we never 
and I quote, we never did get caught up. I said, what's a vacation? That's what you do when you get caught up. I said, when are we going? Well, we never get caught up. The reason we didn't get caught up was because my mother had OCD so bad. Oh, geez. Nothing was ever completely done, as it is with everyone. I mean, no one has ever completely got up. But do you have anything to add about marriage and OCD? Yeah, I, I want to say that definitely you can get married if you have OCD. Now, a lot of people's OCD, it's not the hand-washing one you see on TV all the time. A lot of it can be very harmless. Uh, one of my things is always was how I arranged the clothes in my closet. Well, you know, that nearly doesn't hurt anyone. It's not going to change anybody else's day. It's not going to affect anybody else. But that's just one of the characteristics that, that I had with, with mine. So don't think that uh, all forms of OCD are dangerous or bad. However, it can get very controlling and cause other problems in your daily life. Now, why is it that you should not let things like the closet go? Can you explain what it does to your brain? I mean, even though it doesn't bother somebody, you shouldn't, if you're a husband or a wife of somebody or a son or daughter, why shouldn't you let the closet go? Of course it's not hurting anybody. And in, fa in fact, it, it looks really nice, you know? Very uh, organized, right? Very organized. Yeah, I like the color codes. Yeah. You know, but why shouldn't you do let it go? Because what happens is by doing the same thing over and over and over again, you put valleys or grooves in your brain. And as you continually do the same things over and over and over again, these grooves get deeper and deeper and deeper, which makes it harder for your brain to get out of these. When you change your thought patterns, change your habits, your brain uses different areas of the brain and gets out of these grooves so you can expand your thinking and not just be in the same old rut. Matter of fact, that saying describes OCD about as good as anything, and that's being in the same old rut because that's exactly what you are. All your thought patterns at a certain time when you're doing a certain thing go a certen way. And that that is when you have to watch it to make sure that's when it starts to get to where that's just a plan for disaster. Is when these grooves get so deep that a person can't get out. And so what you have to have is you have to have um, medicine helps, therapy helps, and just having someone help you change. It, it is very hard disease to beat yourself because a lot of times you don't you know you're do, you don't know you're doing it, but the other person sees you doing it. And a lot of times to the person who has OCD, it's just a normal thing for them to do, so they think it's out of the ordinary that they um, put the same hat in the same spot on the same shelf and have done that for 15 years. They don't think that's unusual. So can a 
OCD person have a messy room? Uh, of course they can, because if the shoes go next to the bed, if that's their spot, of course, then that's where they end up. That is their spot. It's just like if... Uh, I mean, when you saw pictures of Howard Hughes' place, it was a wreck. Of course it was, but he knew where everything was. Exactly. Just like I always got accused of having a sloppy office at work. Right. I had worked in the same place for 33 years. I have accumulated lots of possessions. Um, some people refer to that as junk. But <laughs> when anybody was looking for something or needed something, who'd they come to and who had it? Me. Right. But it did look clear. But a joke was, but I know where everything's at. It didn't. It, it's just like the people that are hoarders. If most of the time, if you ask them, "Hey, do you happen to have a um, magazine article from?" Uh, well, your parents time, were kind of like you that. know. Oh yeah, yeah. I know exactly where. Well, I know the spot where it's at. We might have to look for it, but we can find it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just uh, things like that do happen, and and don't think that just because you're OCD that you're an immaculate clean freak because that's not true. That's another fallacy. Exactly. And there are um, several types of OCD. Let's just go over this just real quick. Checking. That's like checking door locks, checking all sorts of things. A lot of people, yeah, door locks, closets, making sure doors are shut, that Whatever. Right. And then there's contamination, germaphobe. Germaphobe. There are two you. types of contaminations for people. There are, of course, the physical, and then there are mental people that worry about mental contamination. So uh, my mom had that a little bit. Like if somebody said a bad word in front of her, I mean, it was like she kind of got over that as she got older, but um, she thought she had been mentally contaminated. Then there's symmetry and ordering, counting, yes. kind of. Yes. And then there's the rumination and intrusive thoughts. Okay? Um, those are like the ob obsessions. And I, I don't even look at that one as a separate one. I think they all have forms of obsessive thoughts. And then, of course, like he said, there is hoarding. There is also relationship OCD that has been added to this list in recent years. So just wanted to point those those out. Yes, and and my one of my bad ones was the counting. Counting, right? I was a counter. Right. I counted everything. I needed to know how many. If I looked at a group of bottles, I would count them. For no particular reason, I just had to know how many were there. Um, apparently, I started doing this as a uh, safeguard when I was a young child, and um, to keep my mind occupied, um, I would be count. I would count things: how many steps it took to go from here to there, how many spots were on this particular pattern of wallpaper. It didn't really matter, just as long as I could count. Wow. Hmm. What happens if you can't do that? What happens if you can't do the thing you need to do to stop the obsessive thoughts? This is an anxiety disorder. What happens to you? 
Oh, people, hey, you think that your day's ruined. You think I mean, that, you get in a panic? Oh, yes. That brings on Sweaty panic. Sweaty palms. That brings on panic. That brings on anxiety. And when anxiety happens to anyone, bad things happen. It can turn into lying. It can turn into, um, I guess some people, now it never happened to me, but I guess some people can have hallucinations. Exactly. Uh, some people can can really fear for their life. I've never had that happen, but rapid heartbeat that can you can take on like physical. Yes, I have had it happen to where I felt like my day was completely ruined, and that something bad could happen because I did not go through my uh, ritual or do my items that I had done. And in the way I was supposed to do them, and in the fashion I was supposed to do them, but and it took the help of Grace and my therapist to help me through this and make me realize that you know what, it didn't change a damn thing. The day went on the way it was supposed to be. If it was supposed to be a bad day, guess what? It's a bad day. If it's going to be a great day, it's going to be a great day. If it's just a day, it's just a day. Doing things at the same time, the same way, it, it probably isn't going to help that day. And if you change things up, it, it could possibly help that day. You've got a lot better chance doing it that way than doing it the same way all the time. I know that for a fact. Okay, so how do you break this loop, this OCD loop, where you're just... You're, no, you're in the Groundhog Day, you're doing it. Um, I mean, what are, some, what are some ways that have worked for you to break the loop, to break out of that continual circle? What I did, with your help, of course, was we made index cards. And we plotted out how I normally do my day. And believe me, Talk about a creature of habit. I could, I had it down to the times, the, or within minutes almost, and how I did it, when I did it, blah 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 blah. What we did is we wrote those all down, and then we completely changed it, because everyday life you have to. There are certain things you've got to do. You're going to have to brush your teeth. You're going to have to go to work. Right. Just like at, at your place of employment. There's most people, there are certain things they have to do on their job. I have those myself. But doing them at a precisely 9 o'clock or precisely 10 o'clock, you know, doing one the one I did at 9 at 11, doing the one at 10 at, at 8.30, found out it didn't change my life any. And all it did was made the day go by faster, and I actually did my job better. Hmm. Interesting. And it is, uh, uh, as you know, Connor, from managing people, the worst thing that can happen to people is getting a rut. Yeah, absolutely. And, and unfortunately, businesses almost encourage you to get into this type of thinking or a rut when you've got to do these things. You've got to get them done. You've got to do this and this and this and this. Well, right. yes, you, yes, you do. But normally you have eight hours. Right. And you should be able to prioritize. And that was something that um, I probably didn't do real well. I didn't. I just did them by the time instead of priority. Okay. And by changing the importance of them. 
doing the most important things first, which sometimes I would do and sometimes I wouldn't. If it worked into my schedule, I did. Then, uh, you know, by kind of doing it that way, but most people, you'd be surprised if you wrote down a list of, the, of a normal day, how you are almost like a creature of habit, almost everybody. And you'd be shocked at changing that up and throwing it around, how much more productive you are, how much more clear you are thinking, and how much more you get done. Hmm. Interesting. Absolutely, yeah. What about do the compulsions and obsessions and do they change over time? I assume you don't do the same ones that you did at five at, at, as an adult. So I, I'm assuming they change over time. Of course they do. Yeah, they do. They change. I'm sure um, I basically had the same job for a long, for 33 years. But even my job has changed. And so I had to change with it. But you just incorporate them into your, to a new um, OCD habit. You maybe take out the old um, part of it and inter just intersect a new part into it. And so, you know, that can be, it, it just happens. Or um, if you move, mm -hmm. your closet's still your closet, even though it's a different closet. And it might be shaped different, but you arrange things the way you want them then once you get them arranged, it, you're right back in the same old habit. Right. But some people can't even move. Some, some people are so are, are in such a serious wreck, they can't even they can't even move. Right. They, that they is can't true. change jobs. They can't move. They are um, debilitated. Um, we've seen several case studies on people that. Um, you know they 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 don't have jobs anymore because they're so obsessed um, with what might happen if they don't fulfill this this obsession. Right, and that's the biggest thing is admitting that you have it. And just like myself, I make jokes about uh, my OCDs kicking in. Well, guess what? That's because I really had it. It isn't something to joke about. But you can have it. But the thing about it is, it's fixable. With therapy, um, change of lifestyle, it, it's just like everything, any kind of disease or um, whatever. If you're overweight, you need to work out. You need to cut back on eating. You need to, you know, eat the right foods. You've got to change your diet. If you don't change your lifestyle, you think it, you can't exercise it all off. It didn't, there's not enough hours in the day. And there's no one magic bullet. There I is no. For you, it's taken a lot of things. You know, therapy, medication, a lot of different lifestyle changes. Um, but I don't know. You tell me you were happier than you've ever been. Um, is there anything you'd like to pass on to people about that? That, that um, the freedom you feel once you you free yourself of the of the noose that OCD has on your on you. You get to see life the way life really is and you're not just going through the motions. 
when you get your brain in this deep uh, groove, as they call it, that's all you're seeing. You're seeing one, one road. You're going down the same road day in, day out. It's just like going through your neighborhood. If you go the same route every damn day, you're never going to see anything new. That's like this. By going a different route, taking different roads, trying different things, you'd be shocked at how much you can feel like you're living again and that the, you are so amazed of the things that you've missed out on by not being aware of the reality that's going on around you. you it's just like... Um, I guess experiencing your first whatever, no matter what it is. When you come out of this, it's like you woke up from a deep trance and you start noticing things around you. It's, uh, it's, and it's very rewarding. And once you taste it, you definitely never ever want to go back. And the temptation is always there because, gosh, that's the easy way to do the same way, the same time, the same, that's easy, anybody can do that. But it's the people that, ex, you know, do change, experience different things, try different things, those are the ones that are living. And if you want to live, try things, get out there. Gosh, I tried fish tacos, I, never, I haven't eaten fish in my life that I ever knew of, except maybe a bite somebody slipped in on me and I spit it out. But I ate a fish. I ate three fish tacos the other day. You know what? If anybody would have told me that, I would have laughed at them and said, "There's no way. I don't care how big the gun is." And so you can you can do that. It it can happen, and it will change your life to the good. I I'm sure. glad that it's it's changed yours now. Um, we're gonna move on to um, what not to say to someone you know has OCD. Now, a couple of these things, um, I'm anxious to see what you think because a couple of them I think are a little too sensitive. But what you do want is you don't want to minimize someone with OCD so that they, they can come up with an excuse to not help themselves or to help. For example, the first thing not to say to someone with ACD, oh, ACD, <laughs> I'm thinking rock and roll, um, with OCD is, oh, don't worry, I do that sometimes too. Well, and if you do it, the IC9 codes say if it takes up more than an hour of your day negatively, then this is a problem and it is a mental illness. Okay, that's, that's how the doctors separate, you know, because a lot of us, do OC things, and thank goodness, and we might not ever get anything done. Right. But when it negatively impacts your day for more than an hour, then then you need to get help. So don't discourage somebody by saying, oh, I do that too, because believe me, they're looking for a way out. Okay. I agree with that. I do too. And here's one, here's one of your favorites. So why is your room a mess if you have OCD? Yeah, we sort of just talked yeah, about know, that. They, they Do they think you're a clean freak that everything is perfectly lined up? Well, you know what? You might go out in the pantry and all the all the uh, labels are turned exactly one direction or exactly spaced perfectly or 
uh, from the tallest to the smallest, they don't see that. No. But they might see your pair of shoes because, like I said, that's the spot for those shoes. Right, right. And by God, they're in the we right spot. We used to have them by one of our tables in yes, our bedroom. Yes, I did. You know, and um, I feel like, are you kidding me? These can't move because I'm tripping on them. <laughs> we have plenty of room in the closet. So... And they're they're not there anymore. I no, they're not. Them. We no, which is so nice. I haven't tripped on them in months now. Um, number three, I am being so OCD today. I mean, we say that a lot. I I don't know if most people with OCD take that that seriously. Um, I, uh, I think so it, hard. I think it depends on how it's said. You and know. then followed by, I'm a little OCD. Yeah, you know what. <laughs> Once you, you know, and everybody, I think a lot of people say that, but they really don't want to be OCD, and the people that are OCD. If they really understood it, they wouldn't, right? But um, I know that uh, if a person with OCD says that, it's because actually they're at, that's a cry for help. That's exactly, exactly. what it is. Exactly, and what about someone that says, I love my OCD? That's a lie. Does anybody say that? No, not anyone that's. <laughs> I have never really heard anybody. And like I said, I had a mother with it, so um, I I don't think I would say that. I, I know she would not say that. Uh, can you just stop that? That's hmm. kind of a cruel thing to say to somebody. If they could just stop her, they would do it. Just like Howard Hughes, you know. You think he liked washing his hands? Do you think he liked peeing in the milk bottles? I mean. All the crazy things he did. No, uh, it destroyed him. Yeah, just, I mean, one of the greatest minds of all time got destroyed because of a disease, and they didn't know how to how to help him back then. And Nikola Tesla also had it, and he destroyed parts of his life with that. You know, you know? and, and it's, it's just a shame because it can be helped. And I think the last statistic I saw was was it three million. Over three million people have OCD that they know of. Well, what? No, it's more than one, that. One in twenty. Yeah, one in twenty. Yeah. Um, I think most people don't know they even have it. No, they don't. I think often. Or they, they well, or if they if that thought has hit hit their head or come inside their head, they don't want to admit it. Right. Because exactly. they 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 don't want people to think they're quote sicko. Yeah, exactly. It's all in your head. That is a very cruel thing to say. I mean, um, of course it's in your head. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, you know, it's kind of a damning kind of. You know, it kind of takes away hope to say that, because it can be helped. It, a, it is very manageable. That's a punishing statement to someone that has it. Is, wouldn't it have been nice if someone would have shared Howard Hughes or um, Nikola Tesla or others how to manage it? Imagine what they could have done. Yeah, no kidding. So, you're over-exaggerating. <laughs> I can't even imagine saying that to someone. I can't either. I, 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 I'm I mean, not sure what they would, yeah, how that would sure. come up, but I would say that's not a good thing to say. Now here's a good one, and I actually probably did say this to mother sometimes, and I shouldn't have. You should come over and clean my house. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, 
Yeah, that's probably the wrong thing to say. No, that's not probably. Right. Not, I, that's I'm pretty not sure good. I said that. Mom, come over and clean from my house a while. They because I have certain things that I will let go just because she wouldn't. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not like we live in a dirty aspect. I will not be like that. You know, uh, you don't look like you have OCD. I, you know, I, I do know that when you came forward, I think there were a lot of, there were, I don't want to say a lot, but there are some people that go, really? Yeah. Because he went to germaphobe, you know? And, right. and they'd be like, really? Yeah. And I don't wash my hands all the time either. No. As a matter of fact, before yeah. COVID, I was awful. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so, you know, it's funny. I, I don't know what an OCD person is supposed to look like, but I guarantee you I'm not their poster child. No, no, that's for sure. Okay, how about just relax? Yeah. yeah. Like that's going to cure you. Yeah. You know, I got, that's, that's like telling a person that's having a heart attack. Don't worry about it. It'll, <laughs> it'll be over in a minute. Yeah, all right. Here's the last one and maybe the best of all here. And, I, and I'm saying that sarcastically. Other people have it worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, if they've got it worse when you've got it bad, they need help. They just need more help than you do. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, um, you know, OCD Awareness Week, there are a lot of people um, that have it. Um, you know, arguably a fourth of the population could have some degree of OCD right. and definitely have anxiety disorder. So, um, you know, get help. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we get help. And um, do you have some TV for us? Uh, we're pretty much out of time. How about we resume that okay. next week? Okay. And then I will say Tempest Fugit. Time flies. Use it well. Yeah. And I'm just going to say be aware of OCD. It's not a meant. It is even though it's mental, it's fixable. And also, be sure to move that coffee table. Do a little dancing with your special person, like I do with Grace. Absolutely. We have to close the curtains because no one needs to see me dance. <laughs> 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 well, they say dance like no one's watching. That's exactly That's right. right. Yeah. That's what we need to do. Well, take care, you two. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. You too. See ya.